Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Hello, and welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and I have a special treat for you today. We have brought on one of my best friends, and she's a world-class visionary. Her name is Wendy Paquette. Wendy, you want to say hi? Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Oh, it's wonderful. I'm so happy that we're on here together today. We are going to talk about using your intuition uh, for your life, but also in your business. And uh, truth be told, and Wendy can attest to this, you know, I've always had intuition, but I wasn't aware really what it was or how to access it. And so that's been a place that I've been playing for the last few years and really elevated over the last year and a half. And Wendy's been a big part of that. And so I brought Wendy on here today so that Wendy and I can have a conversation about what intuition is, how you access it, and why in the world that would be important, what that could support you with just in your life and then in your business. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And, and guys, this is a real treat to get to have this conversation. Wendy and I talk about things like this all the time, and we get to share this with you. So, Wendy, thank you for being here. Oh, girl, I'm so excited. for Even for me to hear you speak about intuition on a radio show that is yours, come on. That, to me, is dreamy in itself. Exactly. Okay, let's talk about... For for everybody out there that maybe doesn't really even know what intuition is, we've heard that word thrown around, but what is it? Oh, my gosh. What is it? Well, you know what? Almost using the word intuition feels old to me. It feels like normal, natural living. It's your, I, I want to say, like God-given instincts to know stuff without having to feel like you had to learn it somewhere. So it's using that piece of you that you already, that you were born with, essentially, to navigate the world. So something that I'm born with to navigate the world. So if I already, if I always had it, how come it's so hard? Like before I really thought about it, it didn't feel like something that I always had. Why is it? No, well, we were never told that. Like that's, you know, you know that manual we were given when we had kids. <laughs> you know, remember that I've manual? Three. Well, yeah, it did show up. <laughs> it wasn't in the manual. That's the that's the issue, right? So when our parents had us, and you know, their parents had them, and and so on, there's nothing in the manual about intuition and how to cultivate and uh, bring forth that possibility in every living being that's born. So it's one of those little secrets that doesn't get to be a secret any longer. One of one of those. Uh, magical things that we all have. It's not something you have to go get, nor do you have to buy it. You might have to get a little coaching on how to bring it forward in yourself because you spent probably decades stuffing it down, pretending that it didn't exist, but it's certainly someone something we're born with. So I look at my kids, you know, they're 7, 9, and 11, and I look at Andrew, for example, and sometimes I think, wow, you know, he's really intuitive. I actually just read... Uh, grandma describing her one-year-old and said, wow, that child is really intuitive. And so do you think that when we're younger, we naturally use it and then we tell ourselves to ignore it? Um, we use it automatically. I mean, coming out the gate, <laughs> we, we are already highly aware of everything. And not that we tell ourselves we don't, it's that no one confirms or 
denies that it's possible. And no one says, hey, you get to use this thing you were born with in order to navigate the world. It's totally going to make life, you know, easy, simple, and it'll give you the capacity to go after your dreams and your visions in the world. That's not a conversation that happens with kids. So it, it's kind of one of those little secrets that doesn't get to be a secret anymore. You think, so I often, I, I link, and you've heard me say this, that the intuition with trust in myself. So one thing, I hear what's coming up, then to trust it. So two separate yeah, well, processes. What if you, okay, so we go to school, we're told that going to school, we learn how to do things, right? We're not even told what. We just know that we have to go to school. It's it's really becoming clear, right? What do you do when you're born? You wait until you're four or five years old, and then you go to school. What do you go to school for? Well, that's not what everybody does. It's where you go to learn. And what do you do up until that point? I mean, the first five years of your life, scientifically, they've proven that it's you're like 90% programmable by every single stimulus on the planet. So we spend the first five years playing and having fun and doing our own thing and waiting for the day we get to go to school and learn something without realizing that it was probably the most profound years of learning that we could have of those first like five to seven years. So if school is a place to go to learn, they're teaching us something that sticks on our brain, right? It's uh, information that we store in our brain and then we're tested on the the amount of information that we store and the accuracy of it. No one ever, like, and particularly in school, they don't say, hey, listen, go with your instincts, go with your gut, you know, allow this to make sense to you in the way only you could figure out or the only way you can see it. As, as long as you're kind of leaning in that direction, utilize that capacity you were born with in order to understand things. So for kids, I mean, we see they're intuitive because they're saying things that they never learned in school. So to put those two pieces together, information stored in your brain is not intuition. It's information. And so up until you go to school, you have intuition. That's all you have. Knowing that, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, fall down if I, when I'm learning to walk. Now, obviously, that's not a conscious thought that a child has, but we know it. But children just do it. And they race through the world with joy and bliss, right, attacking everything that they can and having fun until they fall down, scrape their knee and learn that, you know, they fall down and scrape their knee. If they fall down, they may scrape their knee and it could hurt. So might, they might be a little cautious, but that's something they learn, right? So education is something we put into our brain as information. Intuition is something that is an internal knowing that we are born with. That's, that's a sense. great distinction. Information being what we put into our brain, intuition being what's in there already. So so how do we, why is intuition valuable? Well, just like what you were saying, uh, if you're, if you only know, now I'm speaking to adults, and this is, and this could be, you know, obviously any age group, but if you only think that you know what you've learned, then how smart do you actually believe you are if you didn't attend university or college? And if you didn't do something in school, which is something that you're passionate about and you love, and it's a word, a word, it's not a word, if it's, it's something that you love and it's a um, job that you're doing, and you feel like, oh, I didn't go to school to learn that, so therefore I must not be very good at it. So how 
how you interpret yourself and your intellect as opposed to your, you know, your whole holistic way of being is totally defined by that. It's totally defined by how many years of information you have packed into your brain and how much of that information you, you can recall. How many times do you know, do you do something, go, wow, like I'm actually pretty good at that. And you've never <laughs> ever learned it somewhere, right? How can you de- how can you determine where that information is coming from or how that experience got created if you've never learned it somewhere? Well, I look at a lot of our uh, people that have done really well in business, for example. You know, they don't they don't necessarily have college education or like, my my undergrad. I have a double major in advertising and accounting. Economics was was tough for me. I because I told myself that. Uh, and yet I can have a wonderful conversation about economics with you. Like, where did I learn that? That's the, that's what's coming up for me about, huh? Well, it's not really about the information that we put in. It's about our knowing as well. They're both valuable. Yeah. Well, there's instincts involved, right? Just there's, there's an internal knowing, uh, and it you can be classified as information as well because it's coming through with language, right? Anything attached with language is information. So, if you're, whatever you're speaking on, if it's economics, if you're pulling forward, if you never learned, let's let's say you never learned it in school, but you're really good at it, you can have those incredible conversations, you are then accessing everything you've ever done up until that moment that wasn't a conscious choice to learn it. So you're pulling in all the information from your experiences, from the universe, from the energies you know around you, even the people around you. And you're, it's under, it's an understanding that you, only you have in that moment to deliver information that makes sense. So why is this sense. important in business? <laughs> well, when you're looking at your business, if you only do business because you went to school, that's one thing. If you have this passion about doing business and you think you can't because you didn't go to school, that's the number one thing right there. Because you can follow your passion and in, in, in your instinct to do business because it sounds fun and it feels joyful and you really, you know, or, and you make money. But if in the back of your mind, you're not good enough because you don't really know how to make business and uh, do business. And then you have, you know, the uh, imposter syndrome of like, why should anyone listen to me? And certainly why should anyone pay me? I've never learned how to do business. You've already stomped on your own foot. Like you've already let yourself down in this, in that scenario because you're never going to win. You've already set the course to failure. So how can that be not one of the most important things in business that you actually utilize your God-given gift to know the things that you know without having to learn them in school? So what's what's coming up for me, and I wrote about this in my book, and so it's a really vivid point. When I was 26, I was six months pregnant with Caden, so my first baby, and mm-hmm. at that point, I said, okay, now is the time to start a business. And there was nothing in the past that would have led me to that decision. It's actually, I mean, we were in the middle of the start of a recession. Everything about that point, from a logics perspective, would have said, no, be as safe as possible. This is not the time to start a business. But yet I knew that that was the, the, that was the timing. Yeah. So was, well, and that how, was, how did you know? I just like, knew. How did you and know that's you? Um, it was just a deep calling, just this understanding of now is th- this is where I'm supposed to be. Uh, just a confidence around that. 
yeah. Did you follow some kind of school process in order to get you to that place where you know you were there? No. Mm-mm. No. So where might that have come from? Intuition. I guess that's right. Exactly. And, you know, I've, I look back <laughs> because here's the question people keep, and I've been asked multiple times is, is anybody in your family entrepreneurs? And I do not have, because you look at a lot of entrepreneurs have a history of entrepreneurship in their family, and so they link those two. I don't have any of that. Uh, <laughs> and so that's the space of this this knowing, and yet there's nothing logical that you can point to. That was a, a turning point for me in understanding intuition and saying, oh, there's something else here. I, and we la- we can label it as confidence or a lot of different things, but really... I look at that as, well, that's intuition, knowing that that's the path you're supposed to go down, even though nothing logically would say that. Yeah, well, and you've, you said one thing that most people get to hear, which is everyone looks behind you to see how to move forward. Oh, well, you must have had someone in your family that showed you business, right? Showed you, there it is. Showed you business in order for you to know that that's what you wanted to do or to know that you could be successful, and that would be, you could liken that look behind as education. Not just education in the school system, but education in the familial way. Like your parents were entrepreneurs, or your, you know, your relatives were. So you had someone to learn it from. Isn't that interesting? They're looking yeah. for evidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and people ask that a lot. Like, so where did you, where did you learn that? And I say, I, there's a steep learning curve from day one. And that was just that confidence. And I'll tell you, I had that same moment, uh, gosh, before I sold my marketing firm, I remember standing out by my garden and knowing that there was some deeper give that I had in me and it wasn't aligned with the businesses that I currently had. And I got to realign. And having that moment and knowing that nothing made sense, why not just stay with the business I'd worked for almost 10 years to grow? It just didn't make sense, but yet it made total sense. Yeah. What if you were born to know? Mm. What if you were born to know? <laughs> yeah, that's so that's a great question. And we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to answer that. What if you were born to know? You are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. And we have the world-class visionary Wendy Paquette on with us as a guest. And when we get back from this break, what if you were born to know? Okay, see you in a second. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? 
Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reese. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we have a guest here, Wendy Paquette, and we are talking about business intuition, accessing your intuition, and how you can use that in your business. We're on Inspired Choices Network, so if you want to hop on, you can talk with us, or you can go into the chat room and you can answer, you can ask any questions that Wendy and I could talk about. So right before we went on break, we talked about intuition, and what if you were born to know? What if you were born to know? What if when you were born, you actually had everything that you required in that moment. So, Wendy, let's talk more about that. Yeah, what a great question, right? Like, what went through your head when you allow that question to, like, permeate you? Like, what if you were born to know? The other piece of that that I love adding to it is, what are you not letting yourself access or what are you not doing in your reality because of that? So if you were born to know and you're leaning into the feeling of all of that stuff because you just know that you know, what part of your life are you shutting out before you're, you allowed yourself to access that? Because, of course, you know, that wouldn't be logical to do things that were inspired by, you know, from nowhere. <laughs> right? You know what this brings up for me? That, that whole we all we all have everything that we require and the study of the, the four matrix, the the I didn't know that I didn't know all the way up mm-hmm. to I now know what I know. So that I didn't know that I didn't know to I don't know what I know. I know that I don't know. And then I know that I know and moving through that matrix. And I know for me, it's committing as from utilizing intuition is using the I don't know that I don't know and living from that space and moving forward to I know that I know, which means that I've always known. I just didn't know that I didn't know. So now I can't say, <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, that's a lot of words right there. But I don't, you know, how many of us when we're asked a question, especially one that's challenging, we say, I don't know. I mean, And then we think about, do we really not know? Yeah, it's you can literally program your mind instead from saying, I don't know, to, oh, I don't know what I don't know. Like literally repeating it as a question (laughs) instead of making a statement out of it. Because the most powerful tool that you can use with your intuition is to ask a question and just be open to what arrives in your knowingness, right? How to move forward or what to see or, you know, maybe inspired action comes out of that. But it only comes from a work from a question space where possibility can open up and new ideas can flow in. When you like lean into making a statement and putting a period at the end of that statement, you have then closed the doors for anything to, to arrive, anything new to arrive. So when you yeah. ask, 
when some when someone asks you a question and you're thinking, well, I don't really know, you get to automatically say it twice as a question. Well, I don't know what I don't know. Right? And that instantaneous go, it, it's, it pauses you in your tracks. If you, like anyone who says it, it has that moment of automatic pause after it, in which case it's like, it's almost as though your bucket just got bigger and ready to receive something, right? So that you can know. It's pretty powerful. You think about, I, I did a webinar back in early March about uh, how to make decisions quickly. And it was really popular. Lots of people came to this because they were craving the how do I make a decision. And what they were looking for was some kind of external uh, response. So somebody else to give them a criteria to which they could then answer the question, giving the permission mm -hmm. away to someone else versus really looking in and saying, yes, I have the answer to any potential question that could come my way. Yeah, and that that's true. It's It's not just giving the permission away, it's giving your power away. Because yeah. then you're allowing someone else to choose for you based on your internal knowing or your internal knowledge, information, learned from somewhere, information to say, you know what? Oh, well, they're qualified. Now, there's certain instances where that that's obviously relevant, relevant if you're having surgery. Qualifications matter, <laughs> right? <laughs> but when you're in your life making decisions, you are the one that's in charge. It is your power of deciding that you get to have, not someone else's. So by giving it away, what you're saying is, I'm going to stay in the space of victimhood so that when I, you know, reach out for support and I lean into someone else's way of, you know, deciding my life for me, basically, when I'm going to give it away, I'm going to turn around and blame them when it doesn't work because it really wasn't me who chose it anyway. Like totally playing a victim space. So that's a really interesting so, so let's let's break this down, and let's say that I'm sitting here making a decision about whether or not I'm going to open a business. Okay, so I'm I'm in that space. What? How does intuition? How do I access it? It's always there. How do I access it? Yeah, well, it would be a moment of really diving into what's your vision for your business, and how does that align with your vision for the life that you'd love to live? Because Let's face it, most people who want to start a business are looking at the money and what the money could create for them. And it's not a wrong or right thing. It's not a good or bad thing either. It's it's a true possibility. And the more you generate, the more you earn, the more you can give. So I look at that as a beautiful space. So when you're honest with yourself and you're able to ask those questions and sit with a bigger vision, you can then lean into, when I do create a business, what will that create in the world? for others, because you're not just creating a business and, and it stops there, right? It serves someone, otherwise no one's going to pay you. So leaning into that, your your internal knowing of what do I really want the world to look like that I'm living in and what do I really want to create for others that they would be willing to pay for? And then leaning into what that feels like when you're when you're in it, like, yeah, people being served and you know, results occurring and, you know, all kinds of things, the blocks being opened and lives being changed, that that piece of you will allow you to know that you know. Because if you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to open a business because I want to make money, and you stop there, and really you don't lean into the vision piece or what you'd like to create in the world piece, it's because you don't want that. That's what the universe hears. I don't really want that. I just want to make money. 
And there's nothing beyond any of that. That's a completely dead end for most businesses. Because this reality is not in the space of not evolving, right? Not being supportive of anything. It ends up having an end to it. So mm-hmm. in when you're creating a business, if you stand in the space of what what do I want the world to look like and feel like and how will my business be a part of that? That is a hundred percent intuition, inner knowing. Because no one's ever told you, right? You don't go to school and they go, listen, um, you're student A, student A, you're going to create XYZ business and it's going to create this in the world. Okay, done, go. Like, do they really say that? No, not ever. So what does an entrepreneur possess that most others that don't have businesses don't? A strong intuition to create something new in the world that literally enhances the world we live in, right? And sometimes it doesn't. Let's not pretend that it doesn't. There's businesses out there that are, and now we're seeing it more than ever, uh, sheerly for profit. But imagine when you're creating a business, if you just allowed yourself to see it in a bigger, bigger space and allowed your intuition to guide you, you how could you ever go wrong? So let's dig deeper into this. The business owner possesses a strong intuition that many others do not. Is it that they possess a strong intuition or that they access their intuition at a stronger level than others? Um, I don't think it's either of those, actually, because we are all born with the same intuition. How we utilize it in the world, that's a choice that we have as humans. That's free will, right? So we can either lean away from it, and not and not either of those are right or wrong. It's all the journey that we came here to understand. So if you're you know, someone who decides you want to create a business and – you have a strong, you have an, like an intuitive lean into this business. It's no different than someone who doesn't want to create a business. They'd rather be, a, they'd, they'd like to be, you know, whatever. They, they want to be a doctor. They want to be a librarian or what have you. It's the same intuition. There's no difference. Yeah, that, you and I are thinking the same. Of We all have intuition, business owner or not, entrepreneur or not. We all have intuition. And so what I hear you saying is that it's really about where we access it. So maybe an entrepreneur leans into it or uh, we just lean into it versus someone who is in resistance to it. Or uh, I don't know, I, I know people that are in employment positions that really have a strong access to their intuition too. Yeah, because it, like it's not a defined thing. The intuition is your internal guidance. So if your internal guidance is to be a librarian, then your natural intuitive instinct would be to go to school to get the degree in order to be that. That is leaning into your intuition because in the world, books mean something to you and you're just lit up and passionate about, you know, books and what they are and all everything that you could possibly get, right, by being um, the position of a librarian. So your intuition may be very well, 100% be, or I shouldn't say maybe, is that you follow that path. The entrepreneur is no different in that they're called to create something new, create something new in a genre that generates money, that's run by them, that has their flavor, right? So it's leaning, it's leaning into it 100% the same way. It just looks different on the physical reality. We're still in creation yeah. mode, right? Someone who's a librarian going to school, still in the same creation mode, they still get to lean in, right? 
Yeah, that's what I hear a lot of uh, entrepreneurs say after they're out and uh, out into the entrepreneur world and growing their businesses. And, and most of us say, oh, I don't even know that I'm employable. I could get a job if I have to, but this is where I'm meant to be. I'm meant to be in the space of creation and wake up every day and not have someone say, hey, this is what we want you to create. These are your metrics. It's creating those metrics. I don't think I've had a day where I've said, gosh, I'm bored in 15 years. And it's not, yes, I'm busy, yes. But we create (laughs) that space in front of us. Yeah, and I mean, we all have, the creation is, like there's no... (laughs) There's no defined line like you're creative, you're not. There, we're all creators born into that position by being human. We're all embodied. We're all embodied humans, embodied by source, which means, and source is creation. So if we're embodied as source, like source creation, in, in a body that is desiring to create a business, we're still the same source in creation mode. The same as if we were to lean into, like, and I'll keep leaning into like, being a librarian. Still, source leaning in. So then, what does it mean to be bored? Uh, it means not leaning into that possibility of creating something. It means you're going to look at what I'm doing as the source of my living. So look at your kids. I don't know. Once I kind of. My son grew up with not being allowed to say the word bored. <laughs> so he'll get the B out and then he'll look and laugh at me because he knows that to me, being bored is you've shut the door to creativity. And so I always, he's known, like he's learned to, when he feels the B word show up in his head, he gets to lean into something that's creative so he can open up that pathway and be inspired by anything. So like I whip out canvases and paints and paper and pencils and you name it, whatever, Lego, something that's going to evoke creativity to, to keep the door open because boredom is merely looking at what you are doing and closing off the door to creating in any capacity, to me anyway. No, I love that. Well, let's, we're going to go on a quick break, and when we get back, we'll continue this conversation about intuition and how to access it and why it's important to your business. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I will see you here just after this break. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth-conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, 
and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. We're on the Inspired Choices Network, and today we are talking about uh, talking with world-class visionary Wendy Paquette, and we are talking all about business intuition and your intuition, really, how you access that. And before break, we were talking about what it really means to be bored and how that's shutting the door to creativity. Wendy, what's coming up for me, the question I have for you is about when we're accessing our intuition, I, I tend to feel uh, in my gut this, if I'm not leaning into my intuition, it actually almost feels like a nauseous uh, when I have this this knowing that's so deep. What's that about? Yeah, well, you've decided like the literal that you're going to understand yourself in the literal perspective of gut instinct, mm. right? So you have embodied the literal statement of I have a gut instinct. And so what you've told your body, so your body listens to your mind, what, whatever you decide. Like, so how about this? This is a stream of from intuition or from energetic understanding or energetic information coming through you, I say you, the big you, tells your mind something, right? So maybe you're in school or you're just on your own and it's literally coming from the energetic world. Also speaking to your body. It's like your your body is responding to your mind. And so you've decided that, well, when I have a gut instinct, I know, I know I'm correct. So you've embodied 100% of what the gut instinct is so that you have an indicator to know that you, you're onto something and you get to lean into it. And that's, you can change it into whatever you want, but you had made that decision. So there is no doubt in your mind. When you have a gut instinct, your gut tells you. Yeah. So gut instinct. What about? Are there other places that people that that people might say or tell themselves besides the gut? I would imagine they would. I mean, it's something that you decide in a moment, and because this decision is so strong, you've then etched it as a program in your brain, and so your brain follows all the programs, like everything you've learned specifically so far up until today. Your brain follows those programs. Whatever you have decided is the program. So mm -hmm. wherever someone wants to like attach their gut instinct is, if they feel like a nudge is what they need, then that's what they're going to do. They're going to create a nudge. Whatever that looks like, some people's maybe fingers get tingly or hands get hot or feet get sweaty or, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things that could occur. Maybe the hand, the hair stands up on their on their arms or, you know, there could be a lot of things that they've decided that that's my indicator. Every time that happens, I know that I know, right? It's, it's really 
interesting of uh, the way that it had in my mind, again, my mind, mind plays tricks on us. The feeling in my gut is I can't ignore that. I can ignore myself and my knowing for a period of time, pretend that it's, that it's not really a knowing. But when I have this gut sensation, this physical sensation, I can't ignore that. Yeah. And it's well, almost that, like a stop Hundred percent. Yeah. You're like I can't ignore that. There's no ignoring when I have a gut instinct. There's no ignoring that for sure. You set it up for yourself. And I'll tell you, at this conversation that we're having today, I love it. And it is not, you know me, it is not a conversation I would have had three, four, five years ago. And I, I built a very <laughs> successful business, but I've been very heady about it uh, and not leaning into my intuition from a space of trusting myself in that way. Uh, I would have looked for affirmation outside of me. I even said, this is the crazy, I even said to myself probably four years ago, I had a business partner at the time, and I said, uh, I wouldn't run this business without a business partner, even though I knew that I could. But there was a piece of me that didn't trust that. And now I look back yeah. and say, well, that that's interesting that that would come up for me. Uh, so, so that's really grown. So is it possible to be successful without accessing your intuition? I would say yes and. <laughs> because even though you're not acknowledging you're, you're, you're using your intuition, it doesn't mean you're not using it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's funny because we could go back, especially when I was talking about the experience of starting that first business while pregnant. I mean, obviously that was an intuition and leaning into it. But maybe uh, maybe if I said I didn't give my intuition credit, I didn't acknowledge that that's what was what I was really utilizing. I you, I would say it was other factors. Of course, you're going to look for logical perspective. That's why most people will ask you, "Well, do you have anybody in your family that owns a business?" <laughs> because they're looking for yeah. logical perspective as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. So big question for you, Wendy. How did you okay. learn all this? Well, born with it 100%. I think as a kid, I always like, leaned into the weird knowings that I, you know, that I knew. And I didn't have any barriers to anything. I had um, parents who were pretty open. I would say my dad more so than my mom when it came to uh, encouraging possibility and going beyond what I thought was possible and so I always leaned into that I think he he usually would say to me like I mean over and over he my father would say um when you apply yourself you will succeed and I never understood what he was saying it just didn't make sense I'm like when I apply myself I don't even know what that means and I get it in a different aspect now because he would say it so often that I, he wouldn't even have to say it he would just have to look at me and I know exactly what he was going to say and it was always in a moment where I was judging me for the performance I had maybe just done. So I was a really good athlete and <clears throat> baseball in particular or figure skating or something. And I would judge myself instantly on my performance, whether it was up at bat or whether I was on the ice rink or what it would be. And he would look at me and go, when you apply yourself, you will succeed in the way that you see it. <laughs> I don't even know that he knew what he was saying fully, like when I look at what he accomplished for himself. However, that stayed with me. And so moving forward, I, I embraced a lot of things that were 
otherworldly. And I had some events in my life that kind of, it wouldn't allow me to not see it. It would just be really powerful situations that couldn't escape an illogical action or a little illogical like thought process to be attached to it. And it would be in the first time I ever was exposed. And I don't know if I I believe I told you the story. The first time I was ever exposed to something otherworldly, it caused me to literally smash the mold of like a black and white world or an only physical world and really lean into something that was more intuitive. Because I had, when I was in my young teens, so I was 15 or 16 years old, I had a boyfriend at the time and he did some really crazy shit that, oops, hopefully I can swear on your show, the stuff <laughs> that was otherworldly. And because of that, um, the the mold for me was smashed in what was possible. And literally, I believe if there was a mold for um, impossibility, it got smashed in that in the moments that, um, that I experienced. I and mean, he was doing telekinesis. Now, telekinesis is something that's documented at universities, right, all over. And... Because of that, I now know what I was witnessing was true. But at the time, it was so unique and otherworldly that my whole world changed when I was, say, 15 years old. I saw the world not as through my eyes, but through possibility of anything is possible. I literally did not see any limitations because of what was occurring and because we didn't know what was going on. I was like, what don't I know? (laughs) It wasn't, you know, it wasn't normal and it, and it wasn't something I could look up because I didn't know what I was looking at. I didn't know telekinesis, like moving objects with your mind is basically what occurred. And so I may have experienced some odd things before that. I'm quite sure I have. And I'm sure if I looked back, I could pull stories, but that, that moment that, I experienced what telekinesis was and it wasn't through my own doing. It was through someone else's doing right in front of me. It smashed the mold. It smashed the mold of like, my brain doesn't know anything. And, and then I leaned in from there. So from ages 15, 16 up until now, I've been on a, a massive journey of discovery and it's never ending. I mean, the infinite capacity to do, see, create and experience anything is is all around us. It's 100% of what this reality is about. And making change, right? Looking into what we're looking at now. So for me, that's, it was that particular moment. I mean, I had other worldly moments before that. But intuition-wise, it was cracked open then because when you suddenly are, and I say forced because it didn't know what was happening, but when you're forced to realize that there's more to what more to life than we can see with your eyeballs, you instantaneously go inside. And so it was like busting the mold for me of thinking that I knew stuff and then allowing myself to just access that information. As a teenager, you don't have a, like as big of a barrier as most adults do. And so I've, I've cultivated a, you know, a life that actually allows me to play in that world. Yeah, I, I mean, this, this is fascinating, uh, especially as someone who who has grown up in an environment of uh, logical, of logical, and, and nothing wrong with that, uh, and knowing that there's another side and that, that that space of intuition exists, and we get to lean into it. That's a finding that, that I've dug into over the last few years more so, and really un- 
seeking to understand and knowing there's a lot that we don't know, but knowing there's something powerful there that is supportive to us. That's a powerful space. Well, it's a, it's a reality that most of us, and I say most of us, I'm, I'm speaking like human race, <laughs> um, somehow wouldn't allow ourselves to, to be aware of that moving forward in this world, and we, we call that like future, moving forward into a future or as a label is 100% about the unknown, which is intuitive in nature. Like, wow, that's, you know, fun and expressive. And I don't know what it is, but, you know, I'm going to lean in and see with, uh, with the directive in mind, as opposed to looking around you for physical evidence of where you're, where you're headed. Because if, if you're talking mm. about a GPS, like if you don't toss a GPS, a number or a destination into your GPS when you're driving, how the hell are you going to get anywhere? Especially to where it's you're a, headed. What you just brought up, the uncertainty piece, and I think that's a piece, especially as entrepreneurs, that everything is uncertain when we're walking down a path that's never been walked down before. So let's go on a quick break, and then we'll talk about uncertainty when we come back and how intuition can be valuable in an uncertain space. You're listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. After this break, we will talk about uncertainty. Talk to you soon. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. We're on Inspired Choices Network, and we have today our guest, world-class visionary Wendy Paquette, and we are talking all about intuition and how that applies to business. Now, before we get into our last segment and talking about uncertainty in business, I just want to let you know if you're enjoying this conversation, you want to grow a business, you're looking at how to create your first six figures in the business, join us in Profit Launch Club. That's where we go to learn all about business and the five steps to creating a successful business. So ProfitLaunchClub.com, you can join us. It's a membership site. We've got a course. There's all kinds of different ways to lead this. And Wendy and I are co-creators in that course. So Wendy, before we get into uncertainty, how do people reach you? Oh, thank you. Well, if they go to uh, wendypocket.com, you can certainly reach me there. There's all kinds of ways, whether it's uh, through an email or social media. Yeah, reach out because we can lean right into your intuition and what that actually looks like and how you can use it to create your life. 
Perfect. And I attest to Wendy and what she has to offer because Wendy and I bounce ideas and we have these kinds of conversations all the time and they're super powerful in how I know I get to move forward in my business and in uh, learning and accessing what's available to me and always has been. I just didn't know what I didn't know. And now I know. (laughs) So let's talk about that. The piece right before that break, we talked about uncertainty. And in entrepreneurship, the only thing we're certain of is that Everything is uncertain. <laughs> so how do you move through uncertainty with intuition? Well, I look at it from the other side. What are you certain of? Right? Instead of leaning into the uncertainty of anything, what are you certain of? And focus directly on that. You can look, at to, you can look to uncertainties to guide you into how to become certain in those areas. So right, with Profit Launch Club, you're creating a space where entrepreneurs can create a six-figure business in, in no time flat. But in, having intuition is a big piece of that, leaning into your vision and actually knowing what you're certain of. So for me, in the Crossroads Academy, what I'm certain of is that peace can be created. Because I know when I do a session with someone, this and I'm talking one-on-one or even in a group, and I shift a frequency my intention is that inner peace gets created. What occurs is that the mind chatter disappears. I am 100% certain of that. So I lean into that piece first. Then I can look at my business. How can I support you know, that result inside of my business? So I'm not looking at the uncertainty because there's no, there's no evidence of anything that I can deliver. Uncertainty is it that you will create like, and this is the honest to God truth. People who believe that they'll never have a client if they, like, if they're, if they're so uncertain whether they'll have a client or not in a business, they've already failed their business. Because that is 100% the most fun part about creating a business is leaning into what's possible and cultivating, creating, literally molding the possibility for you to support someone and serve someone in the best way you know how. And if you're 100% certain of your gift and what you can bring to the world, then the beauty is the uncertainty and what the clients look like. And you will learn that over time. The uncertainty is just an indicator of where you get to address and look at so that leaning into your certainty can support that into whatever it gets to be. No true uncertainty. That's just a label, right? So leaning into looking at it from a different perspective, and then creating from that space to cause that uncertainty to be certain. Yeah, I hear you. And yeah, so to to link a few different words to it, what I see happening with a lot of people when they get into the uncertainty space, they go to the tactics, they go to the doing, they go to the things that they believe they can control. So I'm going to do a lot. You see the list, our, our to-do list expand, but we're checking through them, we're getting through them, we're in the doing rather than that space of what we really want to create and just truly letting ourselves be in that free space because that in the uncertainty, that can be scary. That can be uncomfortable. And yet that can yeah, also well, be freeing and joyful. What was that? Right? Why would that's that's exactly why you get to have a coach. You get Absolutely. To, have a coach to support the that uncertain space of like you don't know what to do next. You don't know where to go next. You don't know what it looks like. Well Having someone who's been through it and done that, much like yourself, how much more, like how much support can you gift yourself by leaning in 
say, jumping into the Profit Launch Club and going, okay, I don't know where I'm going, and here's all my uncertainties, what I'm uncertain of. I'm going to look at someone who's been there and done that and get, and get some ideas and get some support so I can see it differently, shifting perspective into possibility. Because, yeah, it's scary, and if you're doing it all alone, uh-huh, hell yeah, it's scary, and it will be forever because you're not following, you know, the footsteps of someone before you. So I don't see anything, like, I guess it's like preaching to the choir with me. There isn't anything that is scary or something that's uncertain that can't be sorted. Yeah, I think you had said something earlier about the mind chatter and eliminating the mind chatter. And that is the value of a coach right there. We get stuck in our own heads and the, the value of the coach is to see what's actually underneath the mind chatter, eliminate the mind chatter and, and speak right into that space. And what, what we focus on, that's what grows. So there we get to go into that space. That's my favorite part. I mean, my favorite part of the first session with anyone is that mind chatter eliminated <clears throat> instantaneously. Yeah. They almost don't know where to go, and their head is like, it's so quiet in here. Yeah, right? Uh, what a great space. I love <laughs> I Yeah, and as entrepreneurs, I mean, really, truly managing our minds is one of the most important pieces because there's a lot of talk going on there, a lot of talk. So we have just a little bit of time left. Wendy, I thank you for being on this show today. I'm so excited to share this conversation with the world and, and understanding how powerful intuition can be in growing your business. So thank you for being on here. Again, if you want to access Wendy, just go to wendypocket.com and you can see all the different ways that you could get a hold of Wendy. If you're interested in continuing these conversations, just like this, digging deeper and creating that first six figures in your business, hop on to ProfitLaunchClub.com. You can learn all about how we're serving this community and how we can serve you and support you in growing your business. So ProfitLaunchClub.com is a great way to do that. And we'll leave you today. Wendy, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are you're never alone in business. You may feel like you're alone, but you're not. So seek a coach who can support you in the way that you get to be supported. Lean in and find yourself right in front of someone who's going to hold the doors open for you to walk right through for business because it's the best choice you could ever make. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you, Wendy. And yes, I echo that. Find a community, find a coach, find a support that's going to lift you up and hold you high. And that's how you get to move forward. All right, guys, have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Kathleen Reeson will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReeson.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.